welcome back to the Coffee Bar Podcast. I'm Tyler. And I'm Natalie. And we are back in our apartment now, as normal, drinking coffees together. I am having an Angelica, which I've had before, from Boulevard Cafe Cito. They brew Intelligentsia. I'm pretty sure that's how you say it. Intelligentsia coffee. So if you're a fan of that, you would love this place too. I get a little bit of cinnamon in mine for a little sweetness. And Tyler has a new favorite drink as well. Yeah, I got the sweet chai latte. I've had spicy chai lattes before, and I liked them, but I didn't like the spice. Yeah. I was like, this is kind of weird. What is the spice like? I don't know. It's like, but it's like spicy though. More like peppery rather than like hot. And I was like, "Eh, I don't know. Like it was like, it was like kind of different. Like I was like, this is kind of cool, I guess. But yeah, yeah, I tried the sweet chai latte last week and I love it. Yeah. It's like fall in a cup. Yeah, it really is. It's iced, really good. Mm -hmm. And it's from that local place and. It's like four fifty for like a sixteen ounce, which I think is pretty good. Yeah, for like a like a locally brewed coffee for sure. Yeah. So Yeah. I tried it too and I'm not like a huge chai person, but it really tastes just like a fall latte of sorts. Or even like Christmas, it smells like it, it tastes like it. It's really good. So the sweet chai latte or the Angelica, we both definitely recommend. Um all right, why don't you start us off and then I'll I'll jump in. So if you listen last week we had a special podcast, the After Hours podcast, where we were broadcasting live from Big Bear, from our cabin. Glass of wine, glass of Sprite. <laughs> Some fettuccine Alfredo, mm-hmm. chicken fettuccine Alfredo. A fire, I, not roasting. Right. Yeah. We tried mm-hmm. in a cabin, but that trip got cut short. <laughs> kind of funny, actually. After we got done recording the podcast... We sat down and watched a movie, Pirates of the Caribbean, or we tried to. I, I, I don't know. Is it Caribbean? I always, I feel like I always used to say I Pir- think they say Caribbean in the movies. See, I feel like I feel like I always used to say Pirates of the Caribbean, Pirates of the, but now yeah. I find myself saying Pirates of the Caribbean. Whatever. I think I say Caribbean. Doesn't matter. Yeah. We watched the first one. We were on to the second one, and- we were maybe like an hour in, and then we realized that there was like two hours left, and that is when the nightmare <laughs> ensued. So if you want to take it from there. Sure. Yeah. And then I'll, I'll throw it back to you near the end. Um, okay. So I don't know if we had mentioned this because it probably seemed not important, um, but I know we had said that. Boy, how wrong we were. Right. That we did meet the host briefly, very sweet. But one thing that the wife mentioned was you might see a moth or two. We come from Michigan. We come from the country. Moth in the summer is like no big thing. We've got June bugs, ants, spiders, you name it. We've had it in our house. We don't care. We can handle a couple. But she said, if you see a few, there is some moths right under the sink. Whatever. We just kind of let it go over our heads. So as we're wrapping up watching the movie or the part of the movie that we watched, we noticed two moths land on the lamp in the living room space. So Tyler jumped up. He killed those ones. Whatever. Oh, well. I'm sure we were going to see a few. And I'd like to <coughs> I'd like to add that we saw two when we first got there. And I was like, I'm not going to kill them. What are they hurting? Right. So I just like kind of shoot them outside. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So up until this point, we were friendly. Right. Yeah, like, you guys can hang out. Yeah, That's it's right. fine. You know what I mean? You mm-hmm. want to, you know, because they, they didn't want to be there. You know what I mean? They were clearly trying to get outside, so I just right. let them outside. Yeah. So go ahead. Yeah. So, so he kills the two that are near the lamp. And then this might be a little, you know, off, but, you know, I'll do my very best. Then he went up to the upstairs because the bedroom was a loft space. And he went to the upstairs, and I think there were one or two in the bathroom. And that's when he grabbed the spray, started spraying it. And we thought it killed them instantly, but it kind of just like trips them out <laughs> and then they can't fly anymore. It sounds so brutal. And then you kill them. Um, but we qu- quickly noticed that the smell of the moth spray was not pleasant, very strong, and was leaving like an oil base like on everything we sprayed it near. So you didn't want to spray it on furniture, really just the walls and the floors. So whatever. Still, we're not that bothered by it. We can handle a few moths. We killed those. There's no more in sight. So we head upstairs. We're going to get our pajamas on, crawl into bed. And I flick on the side lamp of the bed, and I notice that there's a moth on my pillow. And I was like, oh, my gosh, there's a moth on the pillow. Like, 
I mean, that's gross, you know? I just thought that they only collected in, like, corners or dark spaces and then gravitated to the light. So the fact that it was on our bed was already like, oh, that's kind of nasty. But to be fair, our bed was bright white. Right. And I think that's why. Might have affected it. Yeah, yeah, any sort of, like, light from the outside was reflecting off of the bed. Um, so I flicked on the side light, and this is when it really began. I'd say... 10 or 15 moths fluttered towards this bedside lamp. And it's not a big bedside lamp. And you know the sound that moths make when they're, like, bouncing against the light fixture or, like, inside the, like, shield of the lamp. That's not what it's called. The shade of the lamp. So it just sounds gross. And especially when there's 15 of them bouncing around. And it's still kind of comical at this point. We grab the spray, and we just start going crazy. And I don't like to kill bugs, not because I'm, like, such a bug lover, but because I don't like to feel them crunch in my hands. And these suckers were like big moths. So when you grabbed them, like you often felt yourself like squishing them. (laughs) Um, But I was helping, of course, because there were so many. And so we get those 15 and then a few fluttered to the bathroom. We get the few in the bathroom. There was even like one under the toilet seat in the corners of the walls, like quite a bit. We were like obviously annoyed and grossed out, but I really assumed that like Somehow, like, a bunch of them got in at once, or we let a few in. I don't know, but we figured, at that point, we had gotten them all, right? Okay, so you can pick it up here. So, it's a long story. <laughs> so, by this point, we had killed probably 15 or 20. Right. Easily, mm-hmm. right? And I told Natalie, I was like, look, I don't think that this is going to end anytime soon. I think we should just go to bed and just and just forget it, Right. So we're laying down in bed and Natalie looks up and she can see one fluttering on the ceiling. And I said, okay, why don't we do this? Why don't we go downstairs, turn on a light downstairs because there's kind of a hallway back uh, kind of away from everything. We'll turn on the light down there. So if there's any more, they'll all be attracted to that light. Right. So at this point, I'm just kind of tired of killing moths. I'm just sitting in bed, (laughs) scrolling on my phone, whatever. And I can hear Natalie clearly getting frustrated downstairs. And well, because we turned the light on down there and I thought just the one or two that were flying around in the ceiling were going to join me and it ended up being several more. Just want to add that in there. There was, I was probably like battling five or six at this point. So went down there, killed them all. Yeah. So Natalie's like, okay, well, I don't remember how you said it, but you basically said, as long as I don't see any for like two or three minutes, let's just go to bed. Right. Yeah. And cause I was still sort of like laughing at that point just a bit because it was just like funny and like what are the odds this is happening they're not hurting us they were like getting behind the art like on the walls we were taking their art off of their walls because they were flying behind the art and they weren't like coming off the pictures and it was just like a disaster but it was still kind of funny so by this point we killed at least 25 for sure i'd say easy yeah so then natalie's like okay fine let's just go to bed Mm -hmm. so we're walking up the stairs of the loft and Natalie can see more fluttering above us. In the, now, it, at this point, it's pitch black. It's pitch black yeah. in, in the in the cabin. You can see some fluttering around. So we get up to the top, and there's a main light switch that turns on basically all the lights on the second floor of the loft. And I'm not kidding you. We probably saw 20 or 25 just, like, come out of nowhere. And they're just, like, dive-bombing. And I mean, they're just, like, there's so many lights, they don't even know what to do. So they're just like <laughs> flying, swooping, like We're all We're dodging stuff. them left and right. And then like, Natalie started. Crying. I started crying. <laughs> I was like, I feel like holding, holding on pretty well up until that point. Like I said, I was just trying to laugh about it, but I'm very much a, which who's not? Like you plan like a nice romantic weekend and you're looking so forward to it, especially during these times when we haven't been able to do anything. And it was like this funny, spontaneous trip. And I was getting ruined by moths. So I was, first of all, just frustrated that we even had to be killing moths. And at this point, we're telling the story quickly, but this was like a two-hour span of like, they just kept coming, they kept coming, they kept coming. And so we were tired and frustrated. And I was messaging our Airbnb host saying, we're not sure what to do. The moths just keep coming. We're using the spray, but now the spray has like taken over the cabin and it like is a very strong scent. And I mean, I just don't think it's good for you to be breathing that in. So it was just like everything was so frustrating and I just started crying. And Tyler's so sweet because, you know, I'm a girl and I cry a lot. (laughs) And he's always like very understanding and was just like, we can do whatever you want to do, whatever you think is best. Like, I totally get it if you don't want to stay here. But I was just like, 
not wanting to leave at all because I was so sad about it all. But then once we turned on that last light upstairs is when even he was like, I can't sleep here either. I mean, the fact that they're flying around in the dark, meaning they're above our heads, they're landing on the bed. You just can't get away from them. They're like, they were like landing on our clothes. They eat our clothes, which his mom reminded us of a very good point. My friend just told me that some of them like are poisonous and can like carry diseases. (laughs) They're just like not good to have around. I mean, that's why they're in scary movies. At least like in that amount. Right. Like it was ridiculous. Yeah. Like I, I don't mind. Yeah. Like one or two, like all day long, but it was insane. So yeah. So I'm like (laughs) sobbing where it's on a video of me crying and Tyler's taking a video to show the Airbnb hosts and we decided let's try to get a hotel. So we packed up all of our stuff. And also I, another reason why I couldn't stay is I kind of sleep with my mouth open. I'm yeah. not going to wake up to one of those in my mouth. Seriously, like, I was thinking was, about that too. It was ridiculous. Cause, and, and, that's, and that was the funny thing too, was like we weren't ridiculous about it. Like we weren't babies about it. We honestly, total probably killed at least 40 moths. And that's not even counting all the ones that we just left in there. Right. So we packed up all of our stuff, got everything together, and Natalie went out into the car and tried to call a hotel. So she calls the Holiday Inn, and this woman answers the phone. And she's like, hi, uh, hi how, how, how can I help you? <laughs> Natalie's like, hi, yeah, I wanted to book a room. Uh, okay, um, so, uh, uh, so, uh, so, and just whispering yeah. on the phone. So at this point, it's 2 o'clock in the morning. Pitch black. We're in the mountains. It's like dark, okay? We already got <laughs> terrorized by moths. Now Natalie's in the car trying to book us a hotel, and the woman's whispering to us. <laughs> yeah. So she didn't get anywhere with that person. So we just decided to drive into town. So we go to the hotel that we were calling, and it's closed. And we're like, what the hell? Yeah, straight up close. Like, not even, like, hosting, like, like first responders. Like, uh, do not cross lines all on the parking spaces. The door was taped off. We're like, okay. So, tried to call back. And at first, we thought it was a scam. Because, it, it number one, it never said, when we called the number, it never said Holiday Inn. They never said, thank you for calling the Holiday Inn, whatever. What I think it was is it was a call center. And they just directed the calls somewhere else, and then you could do your bookings or whatever. The lady didn't even know that the hotel was closed. Thank God, Natalie almost booked the hotel online. Over the phone, And we would have went there, and it would have been closed. And so anyway, so I found another hotel, called that hotel. Guy answers the phone. Again, 2.30 in the morning. I'm like, hi, yeah, I wanted to uh, uh, get a room. Uh, Would that be possible? And the guy just goes, nope. (laughs) No explanation. Not I'm sorry, just... Nope. I don't know if he thought like I was like uh like I was on drugs or something at two thirty in the morning. Like right. I I don't I'm I don't know. And I was like, okay, thanks. Yeah. So I look at Natalie and I'm like, well, what are we gonna do? What are we supposed to do? Right. What the hell is a fellow to do? Yeah. You know. <laughs> we even considered like sleeping in the car, but I didn't have any blankets. And mind you, it's like very cold up there this time of year at nighttime. It was like thirty degrees. It just wouldn't have been fun. And then we would have woken up the next day groggy and cranky and just would have ruined it even more. I feel like we had such a good day. It was just like, let's leave it at that. But we were bummed because there were certain things that we didn't do that we wanted to do the next day. Right. Because that was the whole thing. We were coming up there on a Sunday. We were going to stay Sunday night, stay Monday for the whole day. You know, we were going to go to breakfast at our favorite breakfast spot. And we found some souvenirs that we wanted to go pick up. And there were like, um, I would say probably like half the stores, maybe a little bit more, were open up there. And mm-hmm. there was a few that we didn't go to because we're like, oh, let's save some for tomorrow. So we ended up driving home at 2.30 in the morning, got back to our apartment around 5 o'clock in the morning. And also, I got very car sick. Yes. Because. Yeah, because we had to wind all the way yeah, down the mountain. Yeah, it's winding down for an hour, and it's never bothered me in the daytime. But Tyler made a good point that, like, it's just like sitting in the back seat. You're not seeing where you're going, really. And. Like, almost to the point that I made us pull over. Because I'm the same way, too. Like, if if I'm in control of the car, I never really get car sick. But if I'm in the passenger seat, it's kind of hard not to. Yeah. Really. Yeah. So, that just really was the icing on the cake of it all. Yeah, we got home at, like, 5 o'clock in the morning. 
And I, I don't know, as soon as we got home again, I just cried again. And I, like, could not fall asleep. And I said the next morning I woke up feeling like I'd been broken up with or something. Like, it was, like, I was so sad. And looking back now, it is, like, a funny story. And it's like, oh, what are the odds? Luckily, we've been there before. We really, it's not like we lost anything. But I just, I don't know. I think I was so looking forward to, like, a weekend of not worrying about everything that's going on and just getting away. And it was so beautiful there. And life seemed fairly normal. And... Yeah, it was just like a kind of a hot mess the next morning. Had to take like a hot shower and sulked around <laughs> for a bit. Well, yeah. and at this point, we didn't know if we were going to get our money back. That too. We had no idea. Yeah. I mean, we we got a. I mean, the the hotel was two hundred dollars, mm-hmm. so we split it. And I mean, it was a gorgeous cabin. I think it was worth every penny. Yeah. But we didn't even get to sleep there, so. You know, when all this unfolded, you know, they they were older people, not that any normal person would have been up anyways, but we drove home not knowing if we were going to get our money back. And so I think that aided a lot to Natalie being upset about the fact of like, did we make the right decision? Yeah. You know, was I being a baby about it? And I'm like, you weren't being a baby about it. I didn't want to sleep there either because, because like, because like you said, like up until the point of when we turned on that main light and we saw the foot. I was like, I could probably do this, yeah, you know, but we'll probably just have to leave early. But after that, I was like, mm-hmm. no, nope. Yeah, it was truly like a scary movie. Yeah. And they just, like, as soon as you turned those lights on and they were just like dodging everywhere. Yep. And, yeah. Just like, why are, it was just really freaking me out of like, where are they coming from? Because we would kill so many and then we wouldn't see them again for like two minutes. And then you turn on a new light and there'd be 15 more. And it was like, where are they hiding or where are they coming from? And if we don't know that, then are they just going to keep coming and are we going to wake up? I just had this fear that I was going to wake up with like a moth in my mouth or like all over the bed or like just something really nasty, you know, like that was my biggest fear. It just wasn't ending and I didn't know how to make it end, you know. It wasn't like we found a hole or a window was open. It just was like, just going to keep happening, I guess. I don't know. And I mean, we were thankful too because we – I'm sure like a lot of people had a trip planned that we had to cancel. We wanted to go to Lake Tahoe. Mm-hmm. And from us, it was like a seven-hour drive. So, you know, so I just reminded Natalie, like, thank God we weren't up in Tahoe when this right. happened. Because Nowhere to go. then what would we have done? I'm right. not going to drive home seven hours. Like, it was hard enough that two hours, you know, driving home that late. So yeah, it's very true. At the end of the day, like, yeah, it sucked. But at least we were only two hours from home. We had somewhere to go. I'll tell you what, I've never been more relieved to get to our apartment, that's for sure. Yeah, same. So. All in all, I knew I ended up, I would end up laughing about it, and I have been. I just retold the story yesterday to Sadie and was, like, laughing throughout it because I was like, this is just so ridiculous. I can't believe this happened. So, and I were lucky, too, because originally we were trying to decide, should we just spend this whole first day in the cabin and then go explore tomorrow? Because we do really love, like, we're totally homebodies in a sense and love to spend time just, like, snuggling on the couch and watching movies and making dinner and making food. And we decided, no, let's do a little bit of both, both days. We'll have some cabin time today. We'll explore today, and then we'll have some cabin time tomorrow and explore tomorrow. I'm grateful we did that because I would have been even more disappointed if we had just like sat in the cabin all day long. And then, I mean, not that that would have been a a bad time because it was a nice cabin, but would have been sad to drive two hours to sit in a cabin the whole time and not even go to the lake or anything. So I'm glad that we, we split it up the way we did. So what were you looking at? Uh, Just my charger is really hot. Oh, I thought... I'm just like thinking about bugs now. I thought you like saw a bug or something. Um, But yeah, moral of the story, I don't know if May is a good time to go to Big Bear. I mean, I I don't know if we just got unlucky. It was the street we were on. We were pretty far back. I don't know. When we went in November, it was perfect. So I suggest going likely in the fall. That's my – or if you're going to go up there, maybe just go for the day and go out on the lake or something. But I just would hate for that to happen again, you know. So, yeah. That's hard. Yeah, it, it sucked. And, you know, thankfully, like, we made up for it when we came home and, you know, it was like a nice, like, rainy day and we went and got coffees and got dinner and stuff like that. And and thankfully, it wasn't our first trip up there. Right. Because um, that would have left a really bad taste in my mouth, too. Um, but, yeah, it uh, 
it was a very interesting turn of events. <laughs> yeah. To say the least. It's just so funny. It'll be weird to listen to the podcast and then to listen to this one because that moment was just like perfection. Like had the glass of wine and the lighting was perfect and the cabin was cozy and it was cold outside and like had a whole day playing out of us. Really, it really is like a scary movie. You know, it always seems so perfect and then something crazy happens. So that was our time. Attack of the Big Bear Moss, man. Yeah. They're scary creatures. Yeah. So what would you like to do to make up for it in the future? Do you want to go back for a day or are you just like kind of over it? I don't know. I, I just kind of feel like we should go somewhere else. Yeah. Like maybe it was God's way of telling us to do something different. Right. <laughs> I mean, I still really, really want to do Tahoe. So I'm hoping that's something we can cross off because we were going to do Tahoe for a night and then Mammoth. Um, and we've never been to either of those places like Taylor said, it's like seven hours, so it's kind of a perfect road trip time. Get a little snacks, get some coffee, enjoy like the beautiful drive, and get up to Tahoe. I don't, we don't know much about it at all, and we had opted to not really do research, so we could just enjoy it. And then um, I can't remember. I think our hotel was. Did we choose the Hard Rock Hotel? No, I can't remember what hotel it was. But either way, it was very a very beautiful hotel. We were going to stay there, and then we were going to stay in a bread and bre- – I always say these wrong – bed and breakfast, not bread and breakfast. A bed and breakfast called the Cinnamon Bear. That's what it was called. Yeah, the Cinnamon Bear. And we had like – I think it was called like the tiny room or like the teeny tiny room or something. But it just looked like the perfect little up north getaway in this tiny little room, and they – Apparently served. But that was in Mammoth. That was in Mammoth. Yeah, they apparently served the best homemade breakfast and like big pancakes. I think that would have been really fun. So I'd really like to plan it exactly how we had planned. But now I think we're kind of scared of places that aren't hotels. So hopefully the cinnamon bear is all right. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, like it's just it's just frustrating because I feel like Airbnbs can be so cool. Yeah. From the sense of like. You know, they have free reign of how to decorate it, and there's always, like, more personality. But, like, it's just, like, so stupid after you add on all those taxes and fees and right. maids. And, like, you yeah. honestly, you're better off to just stay in a hotel. Mm-hmm. And, like, and like someone mentioned before, honestly, you kind of are better to just stay in a hotel because if you're at a hotel, there's a 24-7 staff. Right. And if there's anything wrong, they'll fix it right then. Right. Yeah. They can and put you in another room. Exactly. You know what I mean? If we would have had a moth problem, they could have put us in another room. Now, you're not going to get a full cabin, per se, but it's like, I don't yeah. know, man. Like, if I don't have to deal with that, then I, I might just stay in a hotel. And that was the thing, too, like, when – because I was, I was trying to think of a cool thing to get Natalie for Christmas, and and I ended up looking at, at Tahoe, and we were going to go in April, the beginning of April, and the hotels were, like, dirt cheap. Yeah. Like really, really nice hotels with lake views for like a hundred bucks a night. Like the the one hotel we were gonna stay at was like a four star hotel with a huge pool and like a king bed and I it was like seventy bucks. Yeah, it was like a mini suite or something. And then the yeah, the cinnamon bear inn or whatever, that one was like seventy bucks. So like it was crazy, like how how cheap all the rooms were. Um, and that's why we really wanted to go up there too, because I know like there's a bunch of casinos up there and obviously the lake and you're right on the border of Nevada and just like, it, it would have just been a, a really, really cool trip. Um, so I was really bummed that we had to cancel that. I mean, thank God we got our money back, but, right. but still like, yeah, I, I don't know. It, it was just kind of like, it just sucks that we had to cancel that, you know? Yeah. I mean, Obviously, people are canceling a lot more serious things. Like, God forbid, if we were getting married this year, or you know what I mean. Like, yeah. I just I feel so bad for anybody that has to deal with that. And I mean, my my cousin Lauren was like right on the cusp, like right when stuff started to go bad. Yeah, her wedding was like that Saturday, and I and I flew home, and I almost flew home early because there was talks about them closing domestic flights because they closed international flights. I mean, this was back in March, but right, that was like pure panic time. Yeah, and and I mean, and you know, there was a lot of people that that couldn't come to her wedding. A lot of the older people and stuff, but even your grandparents didn't go. No, right? they no, they didn't. Um, a lot of people didn't. You know, and I mean, it's it's for the best. At the end of the day, it is for the best. Stay at home if you can, but 
you know, it was so early then that I, I think a lot of people were just kind of like, Ugh, you know, right. and, and even like the venue was like, we're not supposed to have people like more than a hundred people. So try to keep it under a hundred people, you know? So yeah. yeah, I mean, she got, they got really lucky. They got really, really lucky, um, that they had it like right before all this happened. Right. Um, but did they go on their honeymoon? Yeah. And then they came back early. Oh gosh. Yeah. They shouldn't have went. Yeah. They shouldn't have went. That you stinks. Know? Um, but, but, I'm, but you never know like how you're going to be in that situation. You know yeah, I, mean? I don't know what I would do. If you're like, oh, let's just try. Right. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. I don't know if I feel like I would feel that same way. Like, well, we had the wedding and we've had this plan. And I mean, I sobbed canceling our spontaneous one day Big Bear trip. I can't even imagine canceling my honeymoon. Like, good Lord. My, my cousin just had to postpone hers as well a, and her bachelorette party and everything. And yeah, I just am thinking of all of those brides and baby showers and, and all the new like parents who are having babies and their parents can't come in and meet the newborn and they're like seeing them from outside the hospital. It's just whatever. We won't get into the topic. If, I feel like we talk about it every time. It's hard not to. There's right. not a lot else going on. Right. Um, but yeah, moral of the story, I'd still like to go to Tahoe. I think it will be a lot of fun. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking we'll probably be able to in early fall or late summer. So I'm just hanging on to hope for that. We'll see. So to change the topic, I got my car wash today. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to talk about how obnoxious I feel like it is that car washes are really expensive out here. And every car wash is always hand wash. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of automatic car washes, at least in L.A. or even over here in the Valley. Like there really isn't. Yeah. There was one by our old apartment that was pretty nice. But even that, like to get a decent one from there, it was still like 12 bucks. Yeah. And I went and got my car washed today from this place in Burbank. And it was a hand wash. And their cheapest package was like $18.99. Yeah. And I told the guy, I'm like, well, I just got like the express wash last time. He goes, I'll give it to you for $15.99 today. And I was like, all right, sure. Let me tell you, they did a hell of a job. Mm-hmm. Like, they did the whole exterior. It looks brand new. They dusted and cleaned the inside of my windows, the inside of my console. Like, everything looks great. But I'm just like, why Why is it all hand wash out right. here? Yeah, you we know? had to sit at the car wash for like 20 Half plus hour. minutes. Yeah. Like, it was like a while. And, and And I think a lot of it is because of all the expensive cars out here, all the exotics and stuff like that. But like, then let them go to those. You know what I mean? Like right. I don't have an exotic car. Like I just yeah, I don't want care. Yeah. I just want an automatic car wash. Right. You know what I mean? And that's the thing too, is like they they do just put it through the like they do just have a car wash. Now yeah, they like do somebody a, drives it through. Right. Yeah. Now they do just like, you know, they, they hand dry it and, mm-hmm. you know, everything on the inside or whatever, but I'm just like I'll just drive it through. Yeah. It's like, you know what I mean? That's, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um but then I was talking too that I've never understood. If there's nowhere in the U.S. that we're allowed to go more than 80 miles an hour, let's say, why does my speedometer say that my car can go 160 miles an hour? Realistically, I know that my car cannot go 160 miles an hour. I have a, I don't even, I think I have a V6. It's a Malibu. It cannot go 160 miles an hour. Yeah. Probably 100, maybe 120, and it'd be shaking like crazy. Mm-hmm. But- why why is that even an option for me to go that fast in my car? Yeah. I don't understand that. I don't know. Because I I, just, I don't know. I I, just, I can't think of any reason why my car can go over 100 miles an hour. Right. There should be no reason. Right. My thing was I said for an emergency and he was like, "Well, what kind of emergency?" And I was like, "If you're getting chased." And then he made a good point and was like, well, if the bad guy can't go over 80, then it's no problem. Right. If, <laughs> if, like, I guess that's like, true. if cops are the only people that can go that fast, what's the difference? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, I, I don't know. I mean, like, I know, like, in some, like, newer cars, you can, like, set, like, limits or whatever, like, especially for, like, new drivers that if they go over a certain mile per hour, mile per hour it'll, like, send you a text message or I don't know if it like doesn't let it go any faster. Or, I don't know, but anyways, I just think it's like, why? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, really, why? Why do I have the ability to go 120 miles an hour in my car? Yeah, I have no business going 120 miles an hour. Now I don't, but 
I like we've had so many we have had so many car chases here lately. I don't know if you've seen any, but being at the radio station, um, and especially with the show that I work on, Tim Conway Jr., he loves car chases. <laughs> like he, I'm not kidding you. He will stop everything. We could be in the middle of talking to the most important guest of all time, and he will cut them off and say, "We're going live now to you know." KCAL 9 news that are following <laughs> this chase, yeah. and like I mean, they're like serious out here and they've been even more because nobody has anything to do anymore mm-hmm. and it's like there wouldn't be any car chases if your car could not go that fast we wouldn't have car chases and the and the only reason why they they go for so long is because they're like afraid to make a move because they're going at such high speeds and what if they hit them and then they hit another you know what I mean like yeah. I just I guess now nah, I'm not looking for an answer. <laughs> I don't. I don't care what anybody has to say. I just think it's stupid that we can go 120 miles an hour. Yeah. Because and especially like sport cars, you give a young guy a sports car, he's going to see how fast that car can go. Right. Like all the time Justin Bieber got pulled over. The, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like, that's what he was doing. I, I just I don't get it. Like what? Now I know that somebody told me before that if you have an exotic car, like if you have like a Lamborghini or if you have like a Ferrari or something that I don't know, like, I don't know if it's like you have to go, you have to take like a special certification or you have to go through like a course or something for like how you control something that powerful. Because so like in most cars, sorry, in most cars, they either have like a V6 or a V or a V8 engine. Those cars have V12s. Like those cars are powerful machines. Why can I drive those on the street? Why? You know what I'm saying? Uh, when have you ever seen somebody in a Lamborghini or a Ferrari doing the speed limit? Right. They'd look like a jackass. Because <laughs> you're like, what are you doing? But at the same time, why are you driving that here? Yeah. Well, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just, I don't know. I just think it's kind of stupid. Yeah. Well, but that's coming from somebody who's not really a car guy. Right. I like cars, but I don't like when people don't know how to handle the power of a car. Mm-hmm. It yeah. drives me crazy. And what really drives me crazy about living out here is everybody is in such a rush. Everybody's in such a rush normally, but everybody's in such a rush now. And I'm like, where are you going? Yeah. You have nowhere to go. Literally, you have nothing to do. Like, if, if you're not flooring it off a green light, people Honk. whip around you. Yeah. And I'm just like, where are you going to so fast? Yeah. Enjoy the drive. Yeah. This I is was, the one time you don't have to wear a mask. Right. I was trying to park by Griffith Park not too long ago just because, like, before things were slowly starting to open Truly, the only thing to do was to go to the park. And so I was trying to park on, like, a side road, not a busy street. And, like, again, alongside the mountains where everybody is just trying to park and get out and go sit at a picnic table or something. And I was trying to parallel park. Or, no, I was driving slowly looking for a spot to park. And this woman behind me was, like, on my butt and then just, like, lays on her horn and whips around me. And I was just, like, so frustrated. And I'm, like, we're all struggling here. We're all trying to find things to do. Like, clearly, I'm trying to just find a place to park. I get it if you want to go around me, then just go around me. Like, why do you have to lay on your horn like I'm ruining your day? And it wasn't like she was behind me for a minute. It was like 15 seconds. I just don't understand it either. Yeah, everybody sucks out here. Like, <laughs> we uh, we had it. So off of our street, we so we live like right off of a main street. But we're pretty far down our street. So mm-hmm. we don't see any of the traffic or whatever. But usually if we want to get to the freeway or whatever, we, we go to that main street. So we're going down our street, and I'm going to turn left, okay? So I'm going to turn left, and there's a car that's coming because there's no there's no turning lane. There's no arrow. It's just a, a green light. I'm going, and this car is, is coming towards me, and I, I have my blinker on, and I'm going to turn, and all of a sudden, the lady just stops in the middle of the street that I'm trying to turn on and has her hands like she's about to turn her car. And I'm like... I just throw my hands up. I'm like, you don't even have your turning signal on. And she looks at me like, what? And has her hands up. And I'm like, are you kidding me? I have my turning signal on. You're in my way. I'm not in your way. You should be going straight. But that's just, nobody thinks that they're wrong out here. And it drives me crazy. Yeah. Nobody uses their turning signals. Everybody whips around you. And no matter what, it's never their fault. Drives me insane. Yeah. Drives me absolutely insane. I hate driving out here. I hate it. (laughs) Yeah. Literally, I've never met more impatient people in my entire life. And like I said, they have nowhere to go. Absolutely nowhere to go. Yeah. And where we live, it's not like it's busy over here. 
It's not like like this is where people come to like, like it's not like these are like a bunch of like businessmen. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. They're like forty year old moms and dads that are like, ah, ah, oh my god, they're in my oh, oh my god, it drives me crazy. It drives me crazy. So all right, well, we can change the subject. Yeah. So. <laughs> anyway, I said what I needed to yeah, say. Yeah, road rage is a real thing out here. It's not just like there's traffic. Not only because there's a lot of people, but because there's just no rules of the road. So the only time people are like that in Michigan is when they're on the freeways. Yeah. And now Michigan people on the freeways drive me crazy too. I'll be in the fast lane going like 77, 78, and they come flying up behind me going 90 like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? Because God knows I'm going to move over. You're going to go 90 to hit the next person and you're never going to get pulled over. Yeah. And it drives me insane. Yeah. Remember the time when we were both up at school? I don't remember what I had of yours, but I was, oh, I was coming, okay, I was coming from Dryden where we both grew up. So I stopped at his house and picked up his cleats because he was playing intramural football with your fraternity. Yeah. So I was coming back up to school and he was like, hey, can you bring my cleats with you? But my game starts at like, let's just say six or something. And it took us about two and a half, three hours to get up to school. And I don't, I don't know if I hit traffic or I had to stop for gas. Either way, like, I was going to be a little bit late. And I, I know he wouldn't have been mad at me, but I'm just like, I don't like to be late. Like, I just, like, I get that weird knot in my stomach of, like, oh, I'm running late, I'm running late. Like, I just want to get there. And there's this really long row when you get off the freeway um, through a town called Midland all the way to Mount Pleasant. And you can only go 55 on this road. M20. M20, yeah. It drives me bananas because it's, like, like 20 plus miles at least of just straight it's the worst part of the drive. just straight no curves 55 nothing the whole way like you have to take your cruise control or you're going to get a lead foot without even realizing it so i'm driving and usually i would like push the limits a little bit everybody did on that road and going like 65 and said at some point i got up to like i don't i think it was like 85 or like 90 something like pretty high and i just wasn't even paying attention and i got pulled over and he was like, do you know how fast you were going? And I was like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm just running late. And I didn't even realize it. And I got a ticket. And so my mom and I decided, like, maybe you could just try to fight it. Because she had heard or my dad had heard. Somebody had heard that if, like, oftentimes with traffic tickets, the cops don't show up to your, like, court date. And if they don't show up, they automatically waive it. So we go to the Midland Court. And the cop shows up very annoying so we knew he was there we knew we were going to have to like you know quote unquote fight it and the people coming out of the courtroom is like a tiny courtroom you know it's like for small things like traffic tickets but it was all like college age kids coming out of there and they were all crying and I was like gosh what did they do like maybe they got DUIs or like something that really is going to go on their record or something and so they're coming out, they're crying, and I was like, oh, that's crazy. Not expecting to cry. <laughs> and I went in there, tried to explain my situation, and this judge ends up telling me, like, I wasn't trying to make excuses for myself. I was just like, it's a really long road. Like, I've never gotten, a, like, a traffic ticket before. I, I just didn't even realize I was going that fast. It was only for a little amount of time, whatever, whatever. And he was like, it's because of people like you that people die on the roads because you're an irresponsible, like, teenager. Because I think I was still, like, 18 or 19 at this point. You're an irresponsible teenager, and you don't care about anybody but yourself. Like, mean stuff. And, like, what would you have done if, like, a child had ran across the street? You wouldn't have been able to stop. You would have hit that child, and you would have killed them. You wouldn't have been able to stop (laughs) if you were going 60 miles an hour Uh, on that street. Yeah. There's no sidewalks. There's no kids playing on that street. Yeah, this is not If a kid was playing on that street, it's the parents' fault. Yeah. That's ridiculous. It's like, (laughs) how small is your penis? You know what I mean? (laughs) Those were the things he was saying to me, and then I started to cry. And he had, like, absolutely no remorse, and I came out of there crying, and my mom was like, what the hell happened? And she was livid. And then, yeah, we had to pay the ticket there. And it was more expensive there for some reason. I think it was like... Because you wasted their time. <laughs> it was like $90 originally, and then it was like 120 and then it was on my record, and like, and it just went off maybe like a year or two ago. Wow. Yeah, so I hope you got your damn cleats. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, yeah, because yeah, well, it was funny, because I, I texted Natalie, and I'm like, are you, are you here? Oh, yeah, then it made me even more late. I was like, I'm like, what... <laughs> What's taking so long? Like you said, you're going to be here at at six, and you're like, I got pulled over, and I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> no! I'm like, I didn't need them that bad. Like it's not that big of a deal yet. And then I felt really bad, but yeah, I uh, I had to go to court one time up at Central, 
I I pulled out of a parking lot. So it's kind of hard to explain. So basically, I was trying to turn left out of a parking lot, and there was a car that was turning into the parking lot, right? So, okay, so I'm trying to turn left out of a parking lot. It's two-lane road. And there's a guy in the right lane, has his blinker on, and he's turning into the driveway that I'm pulling out of. Well, right in his shadow, because it was at night, was a car. So the second I pull out, I see the car and I get T-boned, right? Totals my car. And it was this poor, like, 16-year-old girl who was really shaken up and crying about it. Her parents ended up coming, and I'm just like, oh, my God, this is like, what a nightmare. And come to find out, her dad was a PI, a private investigator. And I'm like, wow, so I'm screwed. And so (laughs) I ended up talking to the cop, and the cop's like, uh, oh, so so right across the street was a tattoo shop. Pulled in the tattoo shop, and the artist is like, oh, my God, dude, are you okay? Like, we see this happen at least two or three times a month. And he goes, I don't know if you noticed, but there's a sign that you're not supposed to turn left out of that driveway. And I'm like, are you kidding? Because I was pulling out of the movie theater of of Mount Pleasant. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, man. And he goes, I'm just just giving you a warning right now. He's like, usually the cops are kind of assholes about it because there's a sign. And Mm -hmm. you did exactly what the sign says not to do. So the cop comes and he asked me what happened. And there there was a witness there that was like, stayed there to make sure that I didn't try to tell the officer that it wasn't my fault. Like, was just being like a total Karen about it. She was like, it was totally his fault. It's, it's like, no shit, it's my fault. I pulled out of the driveway. Like, do you, really, do you think I'm going to lie? There's how many witnesses across the street? Like, congratulations, you civilian hero. And so the cop comes over to me. He goes, you know, what happened? I'm like, yeah, you know, I pulled out. And he goes, you turn left out of the driveway. It says you're not supposed to turn left. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, I did. I'm sorry. And he's like, all right. Anyway, so he gives me a ticket. My car's total. So my dad actually ended up driving up that night, and he was like, yeah, I don't know if we're going to be able Because at this point, I didn't know that my car was total. But he's like, I don't know if you're going to be able to fix this, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, long story short, I ended up going to court, and my dad was nice enough to come down with me because I've never been to court before. <laughs> and the cop ended up showing up, and the cop pulled us into a side room, and he goes, look, what, what, why, why are you guys here? Like, what, what are you trying to do? And my dad was like, he's like, all we want, we just don't want this to go on his record. We're just here to try to, you know, get it down to, I mean, obviously, like, I'm going to get a ticket. I'll pay the ticket, whatever. But we just want to make this as small as possible, you know? And uh, so I go into the courtroom, and the judge was like, she was nice enough or whatever. And she goes, so I noticed that, uh, or, or she says, she goes, she goes, so where are you living? And I'm like, oh, I live, I don't know, up here in, I think I was in one of the apartments. I think it was when I was in, yeah, I was in Lexington. I was like, yeah, I'm in the Lexington apartments. She goes, it says on your license that you live in Dryden. And I was like, okay, yeah, but, and before I can even explain myself, she goes, you know, it's illegal to be living somewhere else and have a different address on your license. She goes, yeah, you better just get out of here before I ring up for something different. And I'm just like, are you stupid? We're we're in Mount Pleasant, Central Michigan University. I go to school here. Do you think these kids come up here and the first thing they do when they move into their apartment is run to the DMV and change their address for three months out of the year? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, get the hell out of here. I was stupid. Okay, well, not three months, but however long the school year but still, is. Like, are you going to n- change it every time you move to that's a what new I'm apartment? Saying. Nobody does that. Like, I'm just like, how stupid are you? Like, I, I can understand if we were, like, in the middle of nowhere, not by a college, and she's like, well, what do you mean? And I'm like, oh, yeah, whatever. But, like, yeah. Isn't all you deal with are people that go to school here? Like, I was just like, you idiot. Like, <laughs> I, it just must be something with those judges up there, dude. They're like, just, just I mean, they're some, probably just sick of, like, the drunk kids getting in right, trouble all the time. Right, But it's like, <laughs> neither of us were. Yeah. Like, God forbid. Right, you know? yeah, we weren't in there for DUIs or, like, MIPs or anything. Like, that's what I assumed those kids were crying about. They all got MIPs or something, which I understand him maybe being mean or making them cry or whatever. I forbid they probably jaywalked or something. <laughs> yeah, it probably wasn't even. It's because of you. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, like I said, I was at the Midland Courthouse and there is like a college there, Northwood, but 
I don't think typically the central kids are going to court in Midland, you know, because I was still technically in Midland gotcha. when I was pulled over. So I did not go to the Mount Pleasant courthouse. Oh, yeah. See, I went to the Mount Pleasant one. Um, it was on St. Patty's Day, too. Oh, it was like sucks. really weird. I was <laughs> like, there are a lot of people there. I'm like, really? <laughs> of all days that this has to be? Because that's my fraternity's founding day. Yeah. That's like a national holiday at Central. It's obviously a huge holiday as it is. And I'm like. Really? Yeah. So I'd like get all dressed up and then I like came back to the fraternity house. I'm like, I just got back from the courthouse. And they're like, hey, it was just a parking This is a traffic ticket. That was stupid. And they're like, ah, still cool. That's funny. Wow, you're so cool. At least it wasn't Halloween. Yeah, that would have sucked. Yeah. That would have sucked. Um. So yeah, we've both been to court. We're pretty cool cats. I think that was my only time. I've gotten a lot of parking tickets and a lot of traffic tickets, but now I'm my uh, slate. My slate is clean. My record, record is clean. Is clean yeah. yeah, other than my parking tickets, I have one that I still haven't paid yet, but I'm waiting as long as possible. Um, but yeah, it has helped my insurance go down, which is nice. It's the lowest my insurance has ever been. So, knock on wood, I don't get in any accident soon. Knock again. Yeah. <laughs> um, you haven't been in any accidents out here, have you? Not even a fender bender? No. I've been in... I mean, I've hit people's cars when I've been parking, but... Yeah, which is so funny because I... But it's like a little love tap. And I never do that, and then I realize that, like, a lot of people do that. Most people do. Because it's really hard to get into those parallel spots mm-hmm. without it. Right. You have to, like, get out of your car and then get back in and get out and get back in. Oh, especially if you don't have a backup cam. Right, yeah. But I, I was in two I accidents. have, like, no depth perception when it comes to backing my car. Well, your car is, like, a truck, even though it's not. It's like really long. I, I pulled my, I, so I have a, a 2013 Chevy Malibu. I pulled up next to a Chevy Tahoe at work, like one of the older ones. Mm-hmm. My car is the exact same length as Chevy Tahoe. It's insane. Why? <laughs> yeah, like when you, when you pull out of our tandem parking spots, you can like see out our back window and see the person pulling out of the parking spot. And every time you pull out, I'm like, is this a figment of, like, my imagination? Uh, it's, I have to take a picture of it for you. It is a long car. Yeah. It's like a limo from up here. Yeah. it's a, So it's, that's unfortunate. It's pretty long. I have a Chevy Sonic, and it's tiny, and you can, like, whip that puppy into, like, almost every space. It's, like, really the only good thing about it, but, I mean, it's an all right car. I don't know anything about cars, so I'm not really going to talk about it. It's pretty loud. <laughs> it's really loud, yeah, but it fits in small places, and the gas is cheap, so I'll take it. But, um... I've been in two accidents out here, so I guess that's what's just got off my record. But it was very obnoxious because I had never been in one. Well, I'd been here for like a year, so I guess that's not that impressive. But I hadn't been in one yet, and there was one day that I was on the freeway. So again, still like a relatively new driver here, and I think it was like the first rainstorm that I had experienced here. And when it rains here, it's like snow in Michigan. Like I totally get being scared when it snows in Michigan. You never know if it's going to be icy. You really, it's like out of your control. So out here, that's like the equivalent of rain. They don't know what they're doing. People don't know what they're doing. Traffic gets even worse. But when it does rain, it rains hard, and you're driving with a lot of cars, and people are hydroplaning, and it is a little bit scary. Um, so it was around Christmas time because I was trying to listen to the Hillary Duff uh, Christmas album. And it for a while, until recently, it wasn't on Spotify or anything. So I had to just like YouTube the song. So it was my fault. But I decided to look at my phone for a second to YouTube one of the songs. And in that moment, the cars all stopped in front of me. And because it's already bumper-to-bumper traffic, you don't have a lot of time to make those quick decisions. So I slammed on my brakes, and I still, like, tapped the woman in front of me. And it wasn't super hard, so I wasn't concerned about, like, oh, damaging her car, damaging my car. We pulled over to the side of the road. Again, it's, like, pouring rain on us, and it's dark out. I run up to her side of the car. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so, so sorry. Like, I'm still relatively new here, but there's no damage on your car. I just checked. And and I was like talking about a million miles a minute. And she was like, it's okay, honey. It's okay. She's like, just the only thing is. And then she like got out of the car and she's like, I'm pregnant. And I was like, oh my. And I just like my heart sang. And she was like very pregnant, like eight, nine months pregnant. And she's like, so I'm, I'm don't want to freak you out, but I'm going to have to go to the emergency room just to make sure the baby's okay because that's just what you're supposed to do, obviously. Could have, like, shaken the baby up. You can go into early labor. And I was, like, beside myself and was, like, I'm so sorry. And she was, like, the sweetest lady and was, like, it's okay. Like, don't worry about it. I've been out here 
for 10 years and I get in an accident like this once a year. Like I totally understand. I, I will keep you updated and whatever. So she wasn't responding to me and I was freaking out and I called her and I texted her and I left her a voicemail. And then she texted me later and was like, you're so sweet to worry so much. I'm having dinner with my husband now. Everything's okay with the baby. Don't worry about it. And I was like, I mean, it was stressful. And then what are the freaking odds? Literally, I don't I think five days later. So I had to call my dad and tell him about the accident and he's always one who helps me with those things. And he was really understanding. And It's all right. It happens. Like, we'll figure it out. Hopefully your rates don't go up too much. Five days later, I'm right by my apartment. And I'm at the stop sign. And I pulled out too far at the stop sign. And I looked down to put myself in reverse to back up a little bit. And in that moment, like, I don't know where they came from. But a van, like, must have pulled out of their parking space or something. It was immediately behind me. And I backed up right into them. And they, like, slammed on their horn. And I got out. And literally not, not at, not any damage, not even a paint scuff. And this man was so mean to me. And I just like, I think was taking advantage of that. The fact that I was like a young woman and telling me like he was going to need to get like a new paint job or like a new front frame, ridiculous stuff to the point that he was like, you don't need to give me your insurance. Just give me your information and you can pay me like monthly to get this fixed. And I was like, no, 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 no. Like, I have insurance for a reason. I will call my dad. I'll figure out what I'm supposed to do. And he like did not want me to do that to the point that we drove to like an auto body shop together to get a quote on how much would be to fix his car. It was like this whole thing. And my dad was like, I think that he's lying. You probably didn't do that damage. Now he's trying to screw you over. He knows he's not going to get insurance for it. And he wants you to pay for something that was already broken. And then long story short, because he left the scene, he was never able to like do anything about it. He tried to call me and my insurance people were like, it's too late. He didn't do what he was supposed to do. You should have called your insurance right then and there. Like you suggested and you wanted to and he didn't want to. So that didn't go my record, luckily. And that just was like, it never happened. But I'm like two in a row in a week and I haven't been in any since. Well, and those are like the worst kind of people. And it's kind of funny because at least your first instance was like pleasant. Mm-hmm. Because you got really lucky to find some woman that was like that understanding about it. And like, yeah, and pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she was really great. And then he was really cranky. So I don't, it's just like, what are the odds? I can't believe it was two in a row. And I've been out here for over four years and nothing before and nothing since. And like I said, I don't tap cars when I park either. So I don't know. Again, (laughs) third time. Right. But yeah. So hopefully you get out of here alive with no, no accidents. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Did you have any other topics on your mind? Anything you wanted to discuss? Not really. I think the main thing was that we just wanted to follow up on our moth story yeah. <laughs> because we, I, we really, really enjoyed our podcast in Big Bear and thought it was really good. It is, It was good. It's still good. It was all still accurate, but we wanted a to be continued. So Nice little update it. for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's it. We're going to enjoy our weekend. Happy Memorial Day, which once this goes out, that will have since been passed. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's all I got. Okay. Cool. All right. Have a good day. You too. Thanks. All right, bye. Bye.